Psalm 7:17 I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord the most high Psalm 7 concludes with this declaration of praise and trust in God and if you follow along all of Psalm 7 you might think you might think that this is kind of like a swerve at the end uh, into praise or like a later tack on to what David has been saying. And so I want us to see how David got here in this psalm. The first nine verses are really just a stark look at reality. And so verses one to two, David pleads for help in his situation. And in three to five, he's He's really just emphasizing, I'm innocent in this situation. God, I've done no wrong in this situation. And so in verses 6 to 9, he's going to call on God. God, execute judgment. Judge the wicked. Save the righteous. And then there's a shift, subtle shift, starting in verse 10. So verses 1 to 9, stark look at reality, call for God to act in justice. And then verses 10 to 13, he's going to just proclaim the truth that God is a shield for the righteous, for those who are upright in heart. And and also in 10 to 13, he's going to just show how God judges those who will not repent of their wickedness. And then in verse 14 to 16, it's this longer explanation of how the wicked will fall by their own devices and wickedness. And so verse 17 is the culmination of both a stark look at reality and a proclamation of truth that God saves the righteous and judges the wicked. And so then he concludes with prayer, with a prayer of thanks and praise. And we can follow that model in our own lives. Look at reality for what it is, recognize it, and call out to God. And then follow that up with a look at truth. This is what God is like, and this is what the world will be like. And then take that truth stacked on top of reality and proclaim our praise and thanks. And so verse 17 is that it's a declaration of praise. And David says, I will give thanks to Yahweh. And it's interesting here. He he says the thanks due to his righteousness or according to his righteousness. Michael Wexler draws this out really well uh, when he when he writes in the Moody Bible commentary. Again, David ended his petition by giving thanks to the Lord. He is expressing gratitude and praise for whatever God chooses to do. No matter what it is, it will be consistent with God's perfect righteousness. And Wexler goes on to acknowledge that for David, God didn't end this persecution from from Saul for years. And yet, in the end, justice was vindicated. And so we can give thanks to God before our situation is resolved. Because we know that whatever happens, God will do what is right. Will not the judge of the earth do what is right? Says in Genesis. And so we we give thanks to God. And we also sing praises to God for who he is. So before the situation's even resolved, God, we thank you. Because you do what is right. Because you are a righteous God.
And then also, God, we praise your name because you are the most high God. So thanks and praise. William Dyer really shows how thanks and praise are for both good times and bad times. He says, to bless God for mercies is the way to increase them. To bless him for miseries is the way to remove them. No good, li- no good lives so long as that which is thankfully improved. No evil dies so soon as that which is patiently endured. And so we thank God for those good things and we praise him even in the midst of hard things. And so God, we give thanks to you because you are a righteous God who does what is right. And even in our hard situations now, we can give you thanks in advance because we know that we can trust you. And then God, we praise you for who you are because you are the God overall, God most high. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And that is the end of Psalm 7, verse 17.